Hi, and welcome to Five Compelling Questions with Sean. This is the podcast where we speak with writers about writing at multiple stages of their career. Um, we've had debut authors, we have established authors, we have authors from lots of genres, and it's always just a joy to talk to writers and get to know how they got to this point today of a book release. And we have a new book release coming out this week for our guest, and her name is Laura Hankin. How you doing, Laura? I'm doing well. Yeah, we're recording the day before the book officially comes out. So I have a massive to-do list, but I'm so excited to just get to talk about it with you. Yeah, it's it's a nerve-wracking week. It's like that, you know, you're gearing up and gearing up and then it's here and it's just a whirlwind. But um, we're, I'm so, yeah, I'm excited you had the time to to stop off and chat with us a little bit about the book. Um, so for those that don't know who you are, I'm going to do a brief introduction, which is hilarious. Laura Hankin is the author of Happy and You Know It and A Special Place for Women. Her musical comedy has been featured in publications like the New York Times and the Washington Post, and she is developing projects for film and TV. That's really cool. She lives in Washington, D.C., and I live close by, so we were talking about that before. And this is the funny part, where she once fell off a treadmill twice in one day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just thought that was a really important fact about me that everyone should know. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, and I think um the fact that it made its way into your your short bio. It must have been a very uh, a memorable a traumatic memorable or happy traumatic. What was what kind of day was that? <laughs> oh, it was traumatic. This was in high school actually. So, I it, at that point it was probably the most embarrassing moment of my life. Uh because it, it was like in a public gym with a lot of people watching. <laughs> uh but yeah now it's just a part of me yeah and you might be a meme you know somewhere you might be like pictures of you flying off a treadmill it might be like circulating you never know those I are have funny to say, moments I'm really glad that this happened before like camera phones were so ubiquitous in video <laughs> because yeah otherwise I would have absolutely been like a TikTok sensation inadvertently exactly and those are not the ones yeah I'm really happy none of this was around when I was doing any of that kind of stuff and I just yeah you know, so it's all good so we're here today to talk about your your newest book it's called the daydreams it's so exciting it's such a cool cover it's such a cool book I was lucky to get an early copy um tell us about the daydream yeah so the daydreams is about the stars of an early 2000s tv show who at the height of their fame implode on live tv in the most spectacular scandalous way possible and now it is 13 years later, they've all gone in very different directions. You know, one of them is a hotshot movie star. One of them is a cautionary tale. One of them is mostly known for being the wife of a famous athlete. And one of them fled Hollywood entirely and is just working as a corporate lawyer because she is so traumatized by this whole thing. Uh, but they're forced back together again for a reunion special by the network. And so they're coming back. Uh, to do something that could potentially offer them the redemption they so desperately crave, or it could just destroy them all completely. Yeah. And that's a perfect setup. And it's just, it's such a cool, you know, idea to have, you know, this whole, and I just loved it. I thought it was just a neat um, way that you brought all these characters together and the the impetus of why they're together and why they split up, why they go back together. It's just, it's very, it's just fun. It's a fun uh, read. So what um, inspired the story in the first place? Are you just a huge fan of these kind of shows? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> what, what inspired this book? Why did you sit down and make, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. What, what made you do yeah. that? So yes, I came of age in the early 2000s, you know, was a tween slash teen back then. So of course I was obsessed with all of these types of shows, um, you know, that like, Lizzie McGuire, High School Musical, The O.C., all of those I was really into. Um, and so I, 
you know, over the past few years, I think I've been getting into early 2000s nostalgia, like a lot of people have, the trends are coming back. Um, And I just kept noticing that, you know, so many of the young starlets of the time had really struggled in the years since. Uh, And I was interested in why that was, you know, how we had misjudged them. And also, okay, given we know that we treated them pretty terribly. Um, you know, what can we do to make it better? How do they forgive us? How do we forgive ourselves? How do we all move forward? Uh, so that's that's where the book came from. And then I just yeah love the concept of a reunion and people being forced back together after having gone in quite different directions. Yeah, reunions are always, um, it's just an interesting concept that we as humans do. It's like, oh, I haven't seen you in 20 years. Let me come back and see, how can I compare myself to you now? Yes, yes. The human urge to compare oneself. (laughs) Exactly. Well, um, so my next question, that was very good. My next question, um, your books, your book, this one, um, there's, there's a lot of, it's twisty and turny. There's a big twist and there, you know, there's lots of twists, but there's, you know, I think your readers, a lot of the reviews I've read, do my research, people were just like, whoa, you know, it's crazy. You know, this they weren't expecting it. So, which is always, I think, a feat for an author to um, achieve. So the art of the twist, do plot twists um, for you in particular, do they just, do they come to you during the writing or do you have, do you have them planned out? Do you know what you're, do you know where you're going when you make these, you know, jarring sort of moves in the story? Yeah, I generally know beforehand. Um, I'll say, especially with this book, I probably like went on a lot of long walks and thought about it for a few weeks to a month before I really sat down to start writing it out. And I certainly did not have everything planned out, but I knew there are a couple bigger twists and surprises in this book. And I knew roughly what those were. So I felt like I could be writing towards them um, and laying the groundwork in throughout. That's good. You're 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 smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you if you come up with a twist midway through, like it's a great thing to have a fun new twist. But then you got a lot of work to do to make it actually make sense. I was gonna say you seem like a person that like under you know you're because I am like the opposite. I'm like oh no, now I have to go back and like re re knit the sweater, and it's like oh you know. But uh-huh. I'm always I'm always very impressed with people that are like, organized enough to plan out they're really cool parts of their book. It's just like, oh, that's, that's really fascinating. Thank you. I mean, to be fair, the first draft of this book was not good. And I had to, (laughs) I had to rewrite a lot of it in between the first and the second draft, but the twists mostly remained the same. Well, those are the pin linchpins. You're fine. You know, everyone's drafts, you know, you're, I'm sure it wasn't bad, but you know what I mean? You're good. So, well, thank thank you for that. Thank you for that inspiration that maybe some of us can come up with some, uh, if we just plan a little bit more, we could come up with some cool twists like you have. Um, So just going to the characters, um, you've obviously thought about them a lot. You spent a lot of time with them and your characters, you know, age, obviously in the book, because we come back for reunion. Um, How do you think about that progression? Like, you know, taking a character and then aging them? Because that doesn't, that doesn't happen in every book, obviously. So do you get like in their head, how do you develop your characters? Do you get inside their heads and think how they would think? Like, did you keep a character Bible? Like, Mm. he suddenly doesn't like shrimp anymore. I don't know. Like, how does that work? (laughs) I wish I had the discipline to keep a full character Bible and be able to answer every tiny detail about every single one of my characters. Like, yes, shrimp allergy developed five years ago. Very sad. One time he had to go to the emergency room for it, but he carries an EpiPen now. Um, I don't really do that. Uh, sometimes I will spend some time just sort of free writing in the character's voice a little bit to try to figure out who they are. Um, 
And, you know, a fun thing about this book is that I did get a chance without getting too spoilery. I did get a chance to get into all of their heads a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think the funny thing about these characters in particular is we spend a lot of time with them when they're like late teens, early 20s, which is when the show is getting popular. And then we check back in with them 13 years later and they're in their 30s. Um, and so, yeah, I was thinking about like, what have those intervening years been like? But also one of the characters says something early on in the book about how there's, you know, a, a myth or a belief that as a child star, you sort of stop aging the moment you get famous. You're like in an arrested development, um, basically from like the first time that the whole world starts to see you. Um, and so thinking about that, you know, how these characters on the one hand are in their 30s and on the other hand, because they went through something so huge and in some ways so traumatic when they were young, they like can't fully escape that. And and the things that, you know, we all might be like, oh, when I was 19, this thing happened, <laughs> big whoop, but I, don't, I barely remember it. For them, the details are so clear and still so salient. Yeah. And yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's very interesting way to put it. And I was, as I was reading, I was thinking it's, you know, going from like 40 to 55 is sort of like, you know, you definitely develop and change and all that stuff, but going from like 18 to 30 is just, there's this different kind of life developmental mental stuff that happens. And I think he handled that really well. Cause you know, when you go, you go from three to 13, you're, there's so many different things going on, you know, right. you get older, it, just, it changes, it, it mellows out, I guess, but you did, I think you handled that transition ex extremely well. So that's why I thought of the question. <laughs> okay. Next official question for you. Okay. Um, what was the hardest thing about writing this book and what was the easiest? You seem to do really well with dialogue, but I don't want to tarnish your answer. You, you answer it however you think. Well, it's true. I do love writing dialogue actually. <laughs> so that actually, you know, now that you've fed that to me, I'm going to, I'm going to accept and say, yeah, writing dialogue was probably the easiest. Um, I think figuring out some of these characters was actually uh, harder and Noah in particular. So he's the main male character of the book. And he is really the only one of these stars who escapes the initial show unscathed, um, which, you know, I think is something that happened a lot in the early 2000s, like things that our female stars were really torn apart over male stars could kind of glide on through and, and it was okay. Um, and I really wanted to keep readers guessing throughout much of the book about like, is Noah trying to be a good guy or is he really selfish? Like what's going on here? Um, and I don't want to say more because I don't want to spoil anything, but it was just, it was like a hard balance to find. So I think, yeah, the Noah one was, was really the note that I kept getting through like each of my revisions until finally my editor was like, done, you figured out Noah. Great. Yeah. And by the way, it's a very good thing when you have to keep stop talking because of all the sport, you know, the different twists and turns. That means there's a, that means it's a very exciting read. So that's yeah. <laughs> good on you. Thank good you. on you. Like, I can't spoil anything. So okay, fifth and final. Um, you're you're not new to publishing, but you're you know beginning of your career. But still, um, if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? Mm. Um, I think it would be like try as hard as you can, but also accept that it's a good thing if you're getting better over time. You know, you don't, your first, the first thing you write doesn't have to be perfect. And actually nothing you write is ever going to be perfect. Um, and it's, it's liberating to always be able to feel like, okay, I did the best job I could 
with this book and I'm putting it out there. Um, and now I'm so excited to start the next one and figure out how I can be even better. Cause I think when you're starting out, there's so much pressure. Everyone loves to talk about like the amazing debut, right. And like the author who came out of nowhere fully formed, but I would so much rather start a little slower and get better, (laughs) um, rather than have my first book be something I can never, ever live up to again. Oh yeah. That's, that's an interesting way to put it. I like that a lot. That's going to inspire some folks. So, well, (laughs) thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. So, um, what's going on? So are you going on tour? What's going on with you next? Thank you for answering all the questions so well. So what's up, what's up next for you? Are you going out on the road or where, where can we find you? Yeah. So the book comes out tomorrow we're recording this on monday book comes out tuesday um and yeah i'm doing a a sort of mini tour i've got an event in dc tomorrow night a launch event that i'm really excited about um and then i'm going to new york and doing a couple of different events there and then later i'll go to la you know a lot of the book is set in la you got to do an la event (laughs) um and then i'll have one in princeton new jersey later on in the month and i'll also probably just like try to go to every bookstore I see and do that awkward thing where I'm like, hello, do you have my book in stock? And if so, can I sign it? (laughs) I've never gotten any better at doing that in a smooth way. (laughs) It is awkward, but I think you're going to see it on a lot of front tables. I mean, it is a really, really good book. Um, It's, it's, and the the cover just leaps out at you. It's just really cool. (sighs) They did an amazing job designing that cover. Yeah. (laughs) I know. And it's so cool. It's just, it's, I love covers that sort of like they're intriguing kind of they tell you a little bit about what's going to happen but they're more intriguing than anything it's like well what is this like what you know I definitely want to pick this up and find out but yeah they did an awesome job um well great well good luck to you on the book it's the daydreams everyone run out and grab it you're gonna love it um especially if you love that era but if, if anyone should love it but it's a really it's it's very uh <laughs> poignant for that era that we're all we're all very nostalgic for I think at this moment but thank you so much for coming on the show um good luck to you and have fun on your tour it sounds amazing Thank you. It was so great to meet you and talk to you. Yeah, yeah. I hope to see you again. Take care. Yeah, we live in the same area. Maybe we'll bump into each other sometime. I know. I'll, I'll be I'll be running after you to get an autograph for your oh. on the on the book. Perfect. <laughs> Just as long as you're not running on a treadmill, it's all good. <laughs> Stay away from treadmills. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Enjoy the rest right. of your day. Bye. Thank you. Bye.